As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm rolling whenever you're ready to go. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding. I have no idea what I just witnessed. Mo, the keel is joining me. I am Jared Weiss. Mo, we just watched the Atlanta Hawks win game seven, 103 to 96 in Philadelphia with Trey Young going five for 23 from the field. Mo, my head is spinning. Can you center me here, please? I can't. First off, it was one of the worst basketball games I've watched in a long time. <laughs> like the night after we got... Uh, a phenomenal game seven from Milwaukee and, and Brooklyn. We got this pile of crap uh, from Philly and Atlanta, but give Atlanta a ton of credit, just a mentally tougher team stayed with it all night. Even with young struggling, Kevin Herter, huge, huge game. I mean, I mean, all time clutch player in a game seven, apparently <laughs> like, phenomenal game from him. Um, I, this is a complete and utter collapse from Philly. Jared, Philly should have won this series in five. You're up well double. They didn't, but you're up double digits in games four and five. Like you're supposed to win those games. I think one of them, they had like a 99% win probability and blew it. So, I mean, it's just to it, give all the credit to the Hawks. All of it, Jared. It w- what was amazing was this was yet another game where the Hawks came out in control. And, hey, credit to Philly. They did fight back and take control in the first quarter a few times. And they did seize the lead a few more times in this. But it just really felt like the Hawks were playing with the – they were the front runners in this game. And, again, I don't think we can say this enough. Trey Young went 5 for 23 in this game, and they still upset the number one seed. And I think the first place you have to look, obviously, is Ben Simmons – who did have 13 dimes with only two turnovers. That's impressive. But he took four shots and two free throws in game seven. Yeah, no. And he had the biggest uh, play in the game when he has a wide open dunk and passes it off to Thibel, who does get fouled and goes one or two at the line. But you got to go up and dunk that if you're Simmons. You know, he has Gallinari, gets around him in the post. It's got to be a dunk. At most, it's going to be an and one. You know, but the inability to hit free throws crept in his head, man. I'm telling you, it played with his head. He was very unaggressive, especially the last five minutes on the offensive end. Huge problem. I mean, the Sixers are going to have a lot of things they're going to have to figure out, but it wasn't just him. 
you have Harris with another dud going eight of 24. You know, he had 24 points, but on 24 shots isn't good. Embiid, eight freaking turnovers. I mean, he had 31 points and 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 all of that, but eight turnovers, including the big one, when Gallinari reaches around, pokes it away, and then it's a breakaway dunk for him to put them up six. Like, I mean, and, and, and to be honest, this was a very bad job coaching this team by Doc in this series also. Oh, interesting shot coming from Odekiel of all people. Oh, don't do that. He was, I mean, listen, he was bad in this game. When you just look at it, he burned his last time out with 40 seconds left. Yep. That's yep. just like, what are you doing? You know, it just, it didn't make sense. And I think uh, when when you watch some of the stuff and the offense they were trying to run down the stretch, they were up against the shot clock every time because they kept trying to make a Seth Curry, Joel Embiid action happen. If it's not there, you got to get off the ball and move. It was just bad. It was bad. That's all I got, Jared. Sure. And I mean, to be fair, I thought they got some pretty solid looks on those shots they took in the last couple of minutes and they just they kept front rimming everything. So, I mean, those opportunities were there. You pair that with Trey, who even though he had a bad shooting night, he had that huge three from like 35 feet out when he launched it. You're like, what on earth is happening here? And then it just goes straight through. The Hawks did have that just touch, which I know people call it shooting luck. It's also it's not shooting luck. It's it's good shooting. Well, no, I mean, look, you know, whatever you want to call it, it wasn't even that because then Philly cuts it down to one with a Tobias Harris layup. And then Matisse Diable fouls Herder for a three, you know, and that's three free throws. And I mean, a legitimate foul call. I mean, he smacked him square in the head um, type of deal is just his over aggression kind of, kind of got to him a little bit. You know, you listen, Kevin Herder with 27 points to lead the Hawks on a night when, Bogdan Bogdanovich didn't have it with a sore knee and, and only played 21 minutes. You know, the, the, the young numbers are bad. You got big games, not the herder, obviously. Big numbers from John Collins. A big stretch down in the third quarter and fourth from Gallinari when he was able to attack George Hill. Just give the Hawks a ton of credit, man. They just, they, they were the mentally tough team throughout all of this series. Sure. I think Clint Capella did a really nice job hiding on offense behind Joel Embiid so that, you know, Trey had that incredible zip pass to him right under the rim in crunch time. That was amazing. And John Collins, I never thought of him as that good of a rebounder, but his rebounding in this series was unreal on both ends. 16 tonight. 16, Jared. Uh, Amazing. Um, And I think that's just kind of the, 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 I mean, just amazing. I don't I don't have any more words. It was just the Hawks clearly were the tougher team, mentally tougher. They earned this. And Jared, they won three games in Philly. Nobody does. No, that. no, no. Just 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 I mean, let that sink in though. In a playoff series, they won three of the four home games in Philadelphia. That's embarrassing if you're the Sixers. Well, Trey Young, he thrives off that haterade. I think somebody threw a water bottle at the end of the game there. I'm sure that's just going to feel him even more to go up against Drew Holiday and the Bucks so quickly. Uh, I can't believe the Bucks won that game after what KD did. KD was historically great in that game, obviously. Giannis actually really stepped up. It was phenomenal. Chris Middleton was great in that game. We have an incredible matchup on our hands. What's your just quick read on that series heading into it while our head is still spinning here? Um, my head is quite still spinning. I, 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 I think we, man, I, I, I don't even have a feel for it. Uh, it's funny because I, I think I'm going to go Milwaukee. I think I'm just going to go Milwaukee's going to win it uh, and, and, and get to the NBA finals. 
Well, I would agree with that. So I guess we should might as well congratulate the Atlanta Hawks on making the finals now because they do everything <laughs> that you don't think they're going to do. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Before we head to the other action from Sunday, we have to go back and talk about an all-time classic where the Milwaukee Bucks won in overtime, 115 to 111. That's right, a game seven in overtime. And in spite of Kevin Durant's 48 points and six assists on top of that, Giannis came through with 40 points on 15 for 24 shooting. He went eight for 14 from the line. Also had 13 boards and five dimes as always. Chris Middleton didn't have a great shooting night, but I thought he really came through clutch and made some great plays. Uh, And then, of course, Brooke Lopez, in spite of a pretty messy turnover, not taking a three in the corner at the end of uh, regulation, uh, had some unbelievable defensive plays that pretty much saved the season for them. Yeah, no, it was awesome. And you forgot to mention Drew Holiday, who was terrible almost the whole game and then hit a couple (laughs) of big shots down the stretch and Middleton with the game winner you know it was as impressive as everything was going on with Milwaukee 
KD was unbelievable. Played the whole game, 53 minutes, just ran out of legs, Jared, at the end. Like, he just didn't have anything left to give. And, you know, it looked like he hit the game winner in regulation. Um, if, if his shoe size was just a quarter inch shorter, he probably does, and that's a three. But unfortunately, they, he, he, he's a little bit uh, – uh, got, got some big feet, and, and, and it turned out to be a two. Yeah, and uh, what was amazing was that he kind of got to the same spot he wanted on that game winner. He just didn't fully pivot his hips all the way around, so he just kind of had to launch it a little bit more, and that's why he came up short. But also credit to James Harden, who revealed after the game he was playing with a grade two hamstring strain, which is a pretty significant injury that most guys would be sitting out with, and he played 53 minutes in this game somehow. Yeah, wild, wild that he went the whole distance too. Just unbelievable effort from the Nets. The Bucks move on. I mean, the Bucks survived is the way I kind of feel about it in, 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 in yep. this one. You know, they just survived. They did just enough to move on. And, you know, like you said earlier, they're going to play the plucky Hawks now. <laughs> and credit to P.J. Tucker, who, you know, stepped in for Giannis on the KD matchup most of the time. And in spite of KD's 48 points, I thought P.J. did as pretty much as good of a job as you really can against KD. There's nobody better that can guard Durant. I mean, that's that's all you can really do is the stuff that P.J. did. I don't know if there's anybody out there that can do a better job. Our last game uh, was our first game of the Western Conference Finals. The Suns get out to the 1-0 lead. They beat the Clippers 120 to 114. No Chris Paul, no Kawhi Leonard. Frankly, both teams I thought were uh, pretty phenomenal in spite of all that. Devin Booker, 40-point triple-double. That, that's a hell of a way to have your first triple-double of your career. The assists were almost just as impressive as the points in the sense of how quickly he got off the ball, moved the ball, was such a willing passer for the Suns. It was an all-around amazing performance from from Booker. I thought the Clippers did what they could to stay in it. I just think after playing 36 hours ago, just kind of ran out of uh, a, a juice themselves, kind of similar to, to Brooklyn in that sense. PG still had a pretty good game with 34 points. Reggie Jackson with 24 after that, it didn't really feel like they were getting much from anybody else. Yeah, I mean, Mook had a bad shooting night. Nick Batum missed his shots. Uh, Terrence Mann did not take nearly enough shots to replicate what he did in the prior game, although he did at least shoot the ball well. Uh, I just, I love the way Mikhail Bridges played in this game. I mean, as good as PG was, PG did shoot 10 for 26 from the field. And that little, that steal to the give and go that he had with Book at the end that kind of you know really sealed that lead. Combine that with the play where Rondo was on that inbounds, like with a few seconds left he was topping uh booker so much that he just gave the entire court for booker to cut and nobody was ready in time for that and booker scored and that kind of was what sealed it for them yeah i feel like this game was just close enough that you cut out some of those moments there with this better effort preventing those turnovers we will have a real series on our hands well it'll be interesting we'll see what happens if when chris paul returns and no real timeline we've heard on that from my understanding um, I, I think that's going to be a big thing to look forward to. And, you know, I think Lou's going to have to get creative with his rotations. I don't think PG can sit, you know, for three minutes to start the fourth quarter. You know, he's going to have to have, I mean, he played 39 minutes tonight and he might have to play a lot more. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's going to be tough. It's, it's, it's Kevin Durant minute time for a PG. That's for sure. Uh, last thing I'm curious about DeAndre Ayton starts. The Clippers, they go with that small lineup with Batum at the five. Zubats, he only got 18 minutes in this game. Boogie Cousins, who I honestly, I've been at the last few Clippers games, and I genuinely forgot that Boogie Cousins was out there. He played, he had 11 points. He had five fouls in 14 minutes because that's obviously what he does. 
do you think they need to start Zubats and play him as you know majority of those minutes, or do you think they're going to keep doing it the way that they're doing it? No, they'll keep doing it the way that they're doing it. Part of the reason why they're playing Cousins is because they've been they just finished a a, a big six game series and trying to save minutes. That's why he went with the longer rotation. Look, here's the thing about Cousins: Cousins can give you like good two three minutes, but you can't expect that magic to come back. You know, down the in the second half or things like that. I think it's it's almost very similar to Dwight Howard in the the diminishing returns kind of thing. Um, The longer you play him, the more you risk this kind of going sour. For sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it. That's all we have to talk about. Just three phenomenal games. We're going to be back on Tuesday with more action for you. From Mo Keel. I'm Jared Weiss. Do not forget to subscribe to The Athletic at theathletic.com slash ding. And we'll see you next time. Mo, take us out of here. Ding, ding. Ding.